0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The wall is going to get built, and we're setting record numbers in terms of stopping people from coming in and stopping drugs from coming in. You see the numbers down 73 74%. Uh, I will say Secretary Kelly, formerly General Kelly, is doing an incredible job, and I was just with him a little while ago, and he said, we definitely desperately need the wall. This is The Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk.
2: Today, I would also like to address an urgent and growing threat that impacts the safety, security, and well-being of every American family, the crisis on our southern
3: border. The newest numbers from Border Patrol show in December, there was that record-high 300,000 migrant encounters. That dropped to 200,000 in January and then to 154,000 in February last month. However, if you look back to February 2020, just
0: three years ago, uh, the migrant numbers for that month was 50,000.
3: Mm, Trump tried to tell us we needed a wall, right? Numbers were being broken, but oh, uh, basement boy Biden, right? BBB, basement boy Biden. Yeah. Build back better, BBB. How about Biden border broken? That's the real BBB, right? And it's intentional. It's intentional. The number one proof of dereliction of duty. Uh, This man, and by this man I'm talking about, Joseph Biden, swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America and all the other laws that are on the books, right? Biden, uh, you know what, he burned the books. I, I mean, he didn't have to follow them, right? Biden burned the books that all the laws were written in. And he's supposed to defend America, that's why the Constitution has the president also being the commander in chief, right? They could have uh, they could have done a dual power, right? We have the general and we have the president. Now they made the president also the president and the commander in chief. Number one protector is what I'm saying. And what did our number one protector actually broadcast to the entire world? What I would do as president, I would, in fact, make sure that we immediately surge to the border. That's like King Arthur lowering the drawbridge to the castle and dropping the gate and yelling, surge, surge on in, my friends. Come on, who does this? Well, the, the simple... The simple uh, man would say that the answer is somebody who wants them to come in, right? That's why you would say, surge the border, right? If you invite somebody into your house to sleep and live with you, you don't – oh, wait, we don't do that. That's right. We don't do that in our own lives. We vet people that we allow around our loved ones and ourselves. This border debacle is a debacle with a capital D.
1: Several Republicans joined Texas Senator
3: John Cornyn at the US-Mexico border. In
2: this last year, um, Chinese nationals coming across this sector of the border was up 488%. If that doesn't get the Biden administration's attention, I don't know what will.
1: South Dakota Senator John Thune meeting with border agents to discuss illegal immigration and the fentanyl crisis.
3: The White House and Democrats calling for lawmakers to work together on security and immigration reform including advancing technology I at heard, the border. I heard in there they say they don't might not know my, what won't get their attention, right? If these numbers won't. Well, maybe this will right here. This really kind of goes to show the the state of the nation. This happened up in Nebraska. Current state of America here. Uh, I read here the Stanton County Sheriff's Department announced they had caught two Honduran nationals uh, in real people talk. That means illegal aliens that broke in here from Honduras with a dead bald eagle in their possession. They got a call about a suspicious vehicle in a recreation area near Stanton, Nebraska. Romero and Domingo, both 20-year-olds from Honduras, were leaving the scene with a bird. They were questioned about the bald eagle. They said, we shot it with a rifle. Well, because, of course, they they had guns, right? Uh, They said they were intending to have it for dinner. Now, Romeo and Domingo, uh, it's kind of weird, I think, to eat an eagle, but uh, they... Did they not know killing a bald eagle in the United States is a federal offense? Uh, No, they didn't. They didn't probably know that. Romero and Domingo probably did not know that. They saw a big bird and went, let's cook that thing up. And now, if they had gotten in line legally and gone through the training, I'm sure that's one of the things that they teach you in citizenship class, right? You don't kill bald eagles. In the United States, there's different laws. You can't walk out your backyard, walk down the alley in your town, your city, and start shooting at dinner. You know, it's called the melting pot. You come here, you melt into the way we do it here, and we don't shoot. Our national emblem, the the bald eagle, but there you go. Uh, it says it all. Congresswoman Harriet Hagman of Wyoming, she went down to the border, a congressional visit, and uh, she said he's abdicated his responsibilities in bringing impeachment articles against uh, uh, Mayorkas down there. Yeah, not Biden, but yeah, should be. But uh, now we're talking about. Mayorkas, yeah, that's who they're going to do this. And I mean, when the uh, new Republicans got in the new Congress, uh, even uh, Speaker McCarthy said that there was an option available for that. But, you know, I don't know how much of that will be done. It's going to have to be a turning of the people. Uh, against this government uh, here and their policies on the border to make them wake up here that we're fed up with this. We do have Republicans, and i it's so bad now there's going to be Democrats. It just can't hang with it uh, anymore. You know how the the Democrats at Biden State the Union when Biden said, and we're going to. Refund the police, put money back at the Democrats that had, had the class. They had to come full circle around. They're going to have to come full circle here because just, I mean, just at the top of the level with 104,000 Americans overdosing, uh, 70,000 of those being from uh, the opioids and the fentanyl problem that's coming across. I mean, the fact that Joe Biden, as president and commander in chief of the United States, has not said to China and Mexico has not held a conference stating that this. This is an emergency conference. You have to stop these chemicals coming from China and New Mexico and Mexico. You got to stop these. And you would think, as commander in chief, he would stop it at our border and then work backwards, right? Well, we're going to stop it here because I have control of that. Then I'm going to go talk to these other world leaders and stand up and saying, You are allowing, you got to do what we're doing. We're stopping it at our border. You got to stop it at your border and not allow it out. He's bought by China. How can he do that? You know he can't. Now, is Mayorkas going to be impeached? Well, they haven't impeached a cabinet member in nearly 150 years. You do have uh, Republicans. Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona, Pat Fallon of Texas, have introduced articles of impeachment. And again, McCarthy opened. So we'll see what happens, happens there at Arizona, Sheriff. He was at the uh, House Homeland Security Committee hearing uh, that was held last week about the border crisis, and he was hearing testimony from these witnesses. And uh, it was just so sad what had happened. I mean, they had pictures up, and then they brought it home. And I tell you, there had to be Democrats that sat there. That's why I say the tide is turning, because when the Democrats were in there, they didn't hold these kind of committee hearings. They actually had pictures up, pictures up. Uh, here is what one of the display con- uh, committee chairman, Mark Green of Tennessee. Way to go, you Republican from Tennessee. He put a picture up of a victim of the, what's happening down at the border. He said, quote, the picture you see behind me is of a woman raped and scalped by the drug cartels. Her body was dropped at an elementary school in Texas to make a point. Oh, what? Uh, well, when we have people killing each other, we send $113 billion to Ukraine. But we have this going on down there and they're ignoring this ignoring this uh sheriff lamb down from texas said his county seen a 600 increase uh, of opioid i boy they i tell you i saw a little video thing this week they're getting really tricky they're getting tricky with these uh automobiles and trucks that they're smuggling people in with uh, it looked just like any kind of electrician work truck. You know how they had those big cabinets on the side, and kind of like the size of like an F-150 kind of truck with those, things, well, all those compartments on the side that you would think electrical were just crammed with people. They gutted that sucker out, and it got in a high-speed chase. Can you imagine being stuck in there? First of all, it was in Texas, and even though it's winter, it can still be rather warm. I just saw where my friend Rochelle lives in Port Arthur. I get on my phone. I just look at people I know their temperature around the nation, but it was like seventy-two. So you know it could be hot in there. Can you imagine being crammed in and being in a high-speed pursuit inside? that uh the uh, texas state trooper was tailing a suspicious work style truck and uh he said the driver activated his amber emergency lights to try and blend in with the other vehicles and then started making evasive maneuvers exiting the highway speeding up um, but they're yeah they're trying to get in the boy they're being ingenious you just never know hey look at that uh Cable company truck. Boy, that's a big one, isn't it? Hadn't seen them that big. It could be like a Trojan horse filled with people inside. This, though, really said so much about the uh, the Biden economy. Stop it, it. Stop it now. Ready for this headline? At denews.com. Uh For so long I was calling it dnyuz.com. And then I was like, oh, they're being... Uh, the News, dnyuz.com Uh said many undocumented immigrants uh, are departing after decades in the United States. They're leaving. People that are here are illegal... They probably can't afford it anymore they're having to pay the same gas prices we are the same food prices that we are having to live uh, maybe they escaped Honduras in 2002 and they're like man this place is too violent now I'm talking to my uh, cousins back home and they're saying it's not as bad there and you can actually get gas for two dollars and 72 cents and they actually have baby formula They said waves of illegals have been leaving the U.S. and returning to their country of origin in recent years, making the reverse migration. Uh, Mexico represents the largest country people are migrating back to. They said it's a gradual return to more than a decade ago because improvements in the Mexican economy and the shrinking job opportunities in the United States. Isn't that interesting? People are leaving. Uh, I I cannot actually believe the numbers. Well, these are, you know, this is just Joe Biden, you know, pocket change or change on the side of his nightstand there. Uh, Department of Homeland Security is going to funnel $350 million. Well, it's not going to Ukraine. Okay, he's going to give us some money. No, it's going to go to illegal aliens released inside the United States communities for their food and shelter programs because now remember every every city in America now is a border town so they they're now affected so we're having to send taxpayer money 350 million dollars to cities across the country and as DHS secretary mycas calls it uh sending the money to non-citizens so at least he said non-citizens right at least they're saying <laughs> did you hear what Biden said yesterday and then laughed about it. The fentanyl that killed uh, this mom's two boys. Oh, she had a lot to say about it. I'll let you hear what Joe said, then I'll let you hear the mom's response next. This is The Trevor
0: Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power
3: Talk talk. Okay, this is one of these stories here that just really uh, paints itself here with the audio that I'm about to play you. Uh, It's kind of a cruel little laugh. Now, I'm not going to say that as hard as everybody else is that if Joe Biden was told about a woman's kids that died, that he would go, ha, <laughs> uh, immediately. Uh, there are subject matters that you're talking about that you don't need to blame and go into it like he did, and it's insensitive, and it was actually horrendous, especially the chuckle, the chuckle. Ah, spoke so much, showed us uh, so much. Let's go listen to what Joe Biden said, because... It seemed that uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene had come out and talked about the border and the kids dying of fentanyl. Uh, This mom spoke at a committee hearing in D.C., and Marjorie Taylor Greene said Biden has blood on his hands because of the border and fentanyl, and as it turns out, this mom's two boys had died six months before Biden got into office. So I guess that gets back to the White House, and Joe Biden goes, well, next time I'm in front of a microphone, I'm going to remind everybody in America that... Those two boys died under Trump. Chuckle, chuckle. And, you know, a little bit of more
2: Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few more, you're going to have a lot of Republicans running our way.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Isn't she amazing? Oof. <laughs> the reason she was she was very specific i shouldn't digress probably i've read she she was very specific recently saying that a mom a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl that that i killed her sons well the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration
3: (laughs) yeah yeah uh, how did uh, Spokeswoman Jean Piara at the White House handle it? Can
0: I ask about a moment in the president's speech last <laughs> night in Baltimore? Uh, he was talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and he mentioned a mother that had lost two of her sons to fentanyl. He said the interesting thing is that the fentanyl they took came during the last administration, and then he seems to laugh on uh, the mothers demanding an apology. And I'm wondering if he regretted how that came out.
4: So, you know, I want to be very careful here because this involves um, a mom as you just stated who lost two sons and when it comes to this president I believe the American people knows who he is fundamentally because he's been around for some time and they have watched him go through grief they have watched him deal with really personal loss and um, so this is a president that understands that Uh, he expressed sympathy for her last night um, and yeah, uh, right. his heart goes out to uh, any person, any person who has to go through that type of uh, trauma, that type of hurt. Uh, I will say uh, his words are, are being mischaracterized um, by uh, by. Someone who is regularly discredited um, for uh, for things that she says that are really conspiracy theories. and those lies are being parroted by a certain network uh, and uh, and you know it, it, and, uh, 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 you know, I'll, I'll just leave
3: it there. I'll, uh, I'll just leave it there. Uh, I'm just going to rip on uh, that she has conspiracy theories and she goes on Fox News, right? Oh, boy, that was just a real way to save Biden there, Jean-Pierre. And, you
4: know, I'll,
3: I'll just leave it there. you just leave it there, huh? What? How did the mom react to all of this, huh?
1: I'm shocked to see the video today as President Biden talked about A congresswoman who misspoke when she said that my children's deaths are the cause of President Biden's policy failures. My children died about six months before he became president.
2: I'll make mistakes as president.
1: Almost every Democrat on the committee offered me condolences. They at least had the decency to do that. You can't even do that. You have to mock... My pain? And then what about the 22% increase in fentanyl deaths since you became president, since you changed your policy at the borders? That represents tens of thousands of US citizens who died under your watch, an increase in tens of thousands, and that represents even double that number of the parents who are suffering. Are you gonna keep laughing? About those who did die under your watch? Do we have to bring them in so you can look them in the eyes and laugh? What is wrong with you? But
0: when Joe's president, hope is everywhere. Trouble's away. life will easily flow. Think about what you'd think about. Joe will keep us safe,
1: that's all we need to know. This is unacceptable and our president needs to apologize to me. And he needs to be held accountable. And I wish that he would show some serious concern for the lives of those lost. I think that his behavior today speaks volumes and it tells you where his heart is. Do something.
2: Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs>
1: Don't be a coward. <laughs> Do something. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: It's a sudden crisis. It's, uh, everybody should be working on it, but Biden would rather blame Trump than actually uh, try and fix the problem. And I don't know if you, if you listen to my show for any length of time. For those who have, thank you. You heard me harping on the fact that the Russian-Ukraine war is based on NATO promises by the U.S. Well, guess what? It's now confirmed. I'll let you hear the NATO General Secretary confirm what I've been saying next. This is The Trevor Kerry Show. On the Valley's Power
0: Talk. You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk.
3: I'll I'll make many mistakes as president. Yeah, boy, he does. A
2: mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl that that i killed her sons well the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration (laughs) (laughs) i've never been more optimistic i mean this from the bottom of my heart my word is abiding i've never been more optimistic
3: all right here's somebody we don't hear often about and i guess we didn't hear from mike pence's wife what was see i'm trying what was her name karen is Karen? mike and karen pence mike and janet pence mike and denise pence i really can't remember but uh the second gentleman douglas emhoff he um he's uh talking out about uh, against toxic masculinity now if i had the name second gentleman I, I don't know if I that would be my, you know, what did Laura Bush did libraries, I think. Uh, Michelle Obama did. She didn't want chubby kids in school, right? That was her kick. Uh, let's see. What did Melania Trump do? Do you remember what Melania Trump's thing that she did was? Uh, probably try and keep her. Uh, husband off twitter yeah uh, but kamalo's husband i guess this thing is getting rid of toxic masculinity he said there's too much of it we've kind of confused what it means to be a man what it means to be masculine he said strength is how you show your love for people strength is how you are for people and how you have their back and how you stick up for other people and pushing up and out against bullies we're seeing it with our younger people we're seeing it with our discourse on our politics and uh you know, we're seeing toxic masculinity, the healthy side of it, taken out of the military too. That's kind of scary. Very, very scary. Even the females that are in the military need some toxic masculinity. You right? You need the you need to be like the defensive front line, right? Ooh, speaking of that, we'll talk about Deion Sanders coming up after four. But yeah, you gotta have the eye of the tiger, man. You gotta have that. But no, that's called toxic masculinity. The fact that the matter is that just the aggressive side of masculinity, they call toxic. Now, uh, toxic, now, is there any dudes that act in the way that they kind of describe it as this? yeah but it doesn't that's not that's not being masculine when they talk about how it's being used and abused and acting a fool with your manhood or whatever they want to say it is yeah there are guys that do do that but it has nothing to do with being masculine or not masculine uh well we um have to have a lot of uh masculinity in war and man i tell you uh, Donald Trump—he—he he kept us out of the wars, right? The
2: fake news said my personality would get us into a war. I'm telling you, that guy's gonna get us into a war. But actually, my personality is what kept us out of war. Yeah. I was the only president in nearly four decades who did not get America into any new conflicts. Instead, I brought our troops and our wonderful children back home. I brought them back home where they belong.
3: You notice when uh, he says things he never has to say. Please clap. There- they're clapping under his statement as he has finished. And if you listen to this show for any stretch of time here, I, especially since Russia and Ukraine started all of that, it's all been hinging on NATO. We actually have, and I actually... Uh, recorded uh, Putin uh, giving, this was probably a month before uh, he moved into Ukraine, but he was talking about the United States offering the Ukraine uh, membership in NATO. And he said, I don't want them here on our borders. And I even took that translation that somebody, it was online, it was in English, but to make sure I found somebody here in the Valley that speaks Russian and I had them listen to it to translate it, uh, to to make sure it was, and it was exactly correctly translated. I, that's how much I wanted to know what he was saying. And then you even had Zelensky uh, eight, nine months ago state publicly. He said uh, the Biden administration publicly states like they want us to be in NATO, but behind the scenes, no, they're not going to give it to us. I mean, Zelensky came out and actually said that and this is what putin has been saying and do you think that i don't care if it's trump obama biden i don't care who the president is do you think i mean what about you and me what about us would you be comfortable if russia had military bases in mexico if they had them in canada would you be like hey our president's not doing his job right man how how do they permit that right Well, I think if you want to go ahead and play the game Risk, you know, the board game we play, Uh, I haven't played that in so long. That'd be fun to play again. But uh, uh, Putin doesn't want U.S. bases in Finland. Well, Finland's now NATO. We're one little border skirmish away from having to send uh, our forces in to defend Finland. That's what NATO means. We all have each other's, all have each other's back, right? And remember, we almost went to war with Russia when it was Cuba, with the weapons and the missiles we weren't gonna have any russian interest on our side of the old hemisphere here no so if you want to be fair about it are they gonna want us right there on their doorstep putin said that out loud uh joe biden was playing the game but it's not a game anymore not a game here it is here's the proof NATO General Secretary says Ukraine will definitely become a NATO member once the conflict with Russia concludes. So that just adds fuel to the war. What would be Putin's – right now, why would he even say, okay, let's come to the peace table, let's negotiate, and when it's over, they're going to be part of NATO? Well, that's what NATO is actually saying. You remember, we previously stated that NATO wouldn't put any member NATO steps on the doorstep of Russia. Go look it up. That was right there at the start. NATO General Secretary Jean Stolenberg said today Ukraine will be joining NATO as soon as the war's over, I guess. Boy, now, why would Russia even want to go into kind of talks of having some peaceful resolutions to this, Right. Uh, the only way Russia can keep NATO away from their borders, I guess, now is to continue to violently attack Ukraine. Boy, this is just...
2: So NATO allies have agreed that Ukraine will become a member of our alliance. Uh, but at the same time, that, ha- that is a long-term perspective. What is, the, what is the issue now is to ensure that Ukraine prevail as a sovereign independent, independent nation. And that therefore, we need to support uh, Ukraine. Uh, I cannot give you an exact date, but we are working uh, to uh, make it happen as soon as possible.
3: As soon as possible. So how does that echo around the hallways of the old Kremlin? That says, all right, we got to keep fighting this. Uh, why go even sit? But it doesn't even matter. They haven't even talked about having peace talks. or I think Trump has. Trump's brought it up. Biden regime. They're getting not a whole lot of pushback on Ukraine from Congress. I know Congress has their hands. How many committees? We I can't keep track of all the committees now. These Republic boy, they were waiting and they're out to shoot and they're bringing them in. I'll play you some later on in the show. Senator Josh Hawley to Attorney General Merrick Garland. He had him. So it's good to see him under oath. Under oath, have to come back. But there's not a whole lot of congressional pushback, I would say, on the on the Ukraine war here. And Biden, what he's done in Ukraine. Uh, I mean, hey, I bet you he hadn't even brought it up. Not once. Publicly, probably never made a statement about any kind of ceasefire. But why shouldn't? No pressure from Congress. Uh, Now, this is something you're not going to hear in the U.S. media all the time. But last weekend, there was a bunch of anti-war protests going on in Berlin. Do you remember when Democrats used to do this? If this was George W. Bush doing this with Ukraine... Can you imagine how the Democrats, they would have anti-war rallies. Joe Scarborough and Mika would get up early and have their scarves on and be out live in D.C. doing uh, Morning Joe from the anti-war rallies, right? In in Berlin, uh, the protesters said 50,000 turned out. Police estimated 13,000. They were calling on German officials to halt the flow of weapons to Ukraine. But... Outside of Trump, there hadn't been any any kind of effort outside to to come to any kind of peace deal. So uh, the answer should be obvious. to Everybody out there, even those that are not smart enough to be conservatives, there this is smoke and mirrors going on, and the left is doing right now exactly. You know what it's you know what it's like. It's like the uh, we're trying to chase OJ down down the highway. We know where he is, but he hadn't been caught yet we that's where we are in this situation and uh when we get into these kind of uh foreign policy things isn't it isn't it good to go to the experts and he's not on the show today and we didn't even call to invite him on the show but i saw his article here uh dr victor davis hansen he said the ukraine mess is daily looking more like the spanish civil war of 36 to 39 a meat grinder that took half a million lives that three-year conflict became a savage proxy war and prelude for the belligerence of World War II. Next Zelensky's announced a third stage will be to eject every Russian from 2013 Ukraine. He promises to reabsorb both Crimea and Donbas. He said ambitious goal that might require preemptive attacks inside Russia or on the Black Sea. To accomplish these last two missions, Zelensky needs a blank check of support from the United States. They can neither control its own border nor maintain its critical infrastructure and is $33 trillion in debt. So I guess uh, this uh, Republican Congress has to put a stop. And they said, many of them have said that they actually uh, actually will uh, put a stop to this blank check writing that he keeps doing with our money at a time boy think think of what we could have done in america didn't they always talk during the campaign about the infrastructure I mean, our our roads and our bridges and all of that but yet 113 billion dollars hey that would go a long way <laughs> criminals let out of jail and that's the cry across california right Well, the cry across Fresno was heard when a local judge led a woman that was facing charges of murder. Driving under the influence of a drug, hit and run, causing death. Out of jail, awaiting trial. Now she's back in jail. What happened? We don't quite know yet, but the one that hit that young high school kid in Hoover High, yeah, we'll talk about that next. The Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power
0: Talk. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power
3: Talk. Preso City Councilman Gary Bredefeld's is going to be in studio five o'clock. Uh, he's running for the County Board of Supervisors. Uh, likewise, City Councilman Chavez running for the County Board of Supervisors. And the County Board of Supervisors earlier this week voted uh, not to allow them to be able to transfer their their war chest of campaign funds. Uh, they voted on this back in 2020, not to allow any more than thirty thousand over. And Bredefeld uh, and Chavez both are in the hundreds of thousands of campaign war chests there that they were thinking they'd be using for it. So, a uh, judge of the site, all this will let uh, Councilmember Bredefeld and I guess uh, Supervisor Candidate Bredefeld uh, will talk to us about it coming up after 5 o'clock here. There was a home fire in Clovis, happened after 5 a.m. Uh, Rawl Avenue near Sunnyside. Firefighters got their house in flames and neighbors came out and said, Nobody lives there, nobody lives there. Uh, there was one animal that died, but they said uh, no other buildings were damaged and the home is a complete loss. And uh what 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 does that make you think, right? Harry Homeless broke in. Yeah, it's I at one point in the summer, wasn't it like half of their calls, fire department was because of of homeless, homelessness and fires that were Going on, Uh, FresnoB.com says the defendant facing a murder charge after fatally striking a 15-year-old pedestrian. Uh, That was uh, very sad when that that happened. Uh, It it happened, uh, let's see, uh, Lisa Spores was her name. That was the driver, and she bailed out of jail back in January and now was actually uh, put back uh, into custody. Uh, the family's been very upset. This Hoover High student, Rashad Al Hakim Jr., uh, they've been outraged, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. so she, she was put in jail. She she was under the influence of prescription medicine. She actually had a hearing back in 2008 when she was uh, had a prior conviction for driving under the influence uh, in 2008 in 2008 now during that sentence hearing she was advised by the court that driving under the influence was dangerous to human life and that a person could be charged with murder if they did and so uh, somebody was killed as a result of this now she's convicted on all charges she's going to face a sentence of 15 years to life we don't know why she was let back out Right, no, know, we know why she was let back out because they reduced the bail from 1.5 million to 150 thousand dollars, and that made the the family justifiably upset. I get that, and the attorney argued that she's pled not guilty and properly charged. So when they dropped that bail down, she got out, and now she's back in for some reason. And the judge did not release the reason why. the the mom and the family and uh. All the young man's friends have spoken out about this and calling for justice on this. So obviously, this woman did something else crazy. I don't know if it would take a small little infraction to get you back in after that. uh, I wouldn't want to live on the west side of San Francisco, even though it's one of the most prettiest, lowest crime areas if you want to say there's low crime in San Francisco, there's really not. But if it's the lowest of the high crime city, okay, that makes sense. But it's a really, uh, it's a, it's a really pretty area, uh, sunset area over there. Uh, this is uh, I I actually come in. imagine if after midnight you you needed a cop, they they said in that area right now three cops serve one hundred and thirty thousand people in the sunset precinct at night. This is in the San Francisco Standard. It said one of the largest and most populous police districts will only have three or four officers on duty. Uh, it covers 130,000 people from Golden Gate Park, Southern Edge, to San Mateo County border, District 4 there. And they said, oh, it's you don't have enough officers. You got rid of your officers wow okay well if you need a police car to come around they said four years ago they had 130 officers assigned to that station today 63 he said even 63 sound this is the uh, the council member of that district he said even 63 sounds like a large number but when you break it down, officers who might be injured, we have to uh, stay at the station. Some do basic operations. Some are doing 24-7 shifts. He said there's only a handful covering this big, huge area. Now, this uh, again, this area town in San Francisco is quite not a, the crime hellhole the rest of it is. A lot of single-family houses. And it's, uh, as the uh, stats go, one of the safest in uh, San Francisco. But isn't that just staggering? Three cops to serve 100? 30,000 people and you know it's not dirty hairy cops out there just driving around looking for crime uh, i'm sure they're well dedicated officers but boy when you're stretched that thin how can you expect anybody in uh san francisco in this area here that covers golden gate park southern edge of san mateo county guess what the word's getting out They've had a 47% increase in motor vehicle theft. They've had a 30% uptick in burglary. Larceny theft has now uh, risen 28% just last year. So uh, they're finding out, hey, there's only three Barney Fife's on duty. I think we can maybe get away with some crime right there. Uh, Defunding the police doesn't turn out well for everybody, does it? Nope, sure didn't. Remember Cori Bush, congresswoman, a uh, member of the uh, Socialist Rat Pack to defund the uh, police queen? Looks like she went and married an unlicensed security guard that she was paying $60,000 to. <laughs> oh, my. These woke Marxists, the Democratic Party, boy, they've run out of folks, I guess, to attack. Now they're going after Deion Sanders. The only man to score an NFL touchdown and hit a major league baseball home run in the same week. He did that with the Falcons and the Braves. I just watched the 30-30 on it. They're going after Dion because he tells the truth and he prays next.